welcome back to the Time Turner Collective. This time we're doing a small little interlude episode to do a little wrap up of the year we've had and we're kind of talking about the future as well. Yay! The past and the future. Yeah, which is always the themes of our podcast. Um, for those of you who don't know, our podcast is about books from each decade of the last 12 decades. Yeah, one a month. We don't do it in order, we just sort of vibe. Yeah, <laughs> she's not wrong. And so we thought we could do a wrap-up episode of all the books we've read this year mm-hmm. from each decade. And Apart from the December one, we haven't... Yeah, well, the December one is Polar Express, so we feel like that's up in the air anyway. It's the Polar Express. It's a kids' book. Well, I know some of the other ones are kids' books, but it's like it's a picture book yeah. and a film. So I think it's a little be a little bit difficult we- to put it in sort it into the rankings. Yeah, and it's also going to be our Christmas special episode, which is not going to be the same as any other episode anyway. Yeah. So we'll leave that as it is. And me and Amelia have both constructed our list. Separately, of... we haven't discussed it, our list yet. We're... No, and we might have a fight. Who knows? Scared for judgment. <laughs> also, this week we don't have a guest on. It's just us. Obviously, <laughs> because we're just going to harshly judge each other. Yay! Do you want to start with your number eleven? My number eleven is *The Wasteland* by S- T.S. Eliot. Same, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it wraps up the twenties really well, and it's good for the era. But it was a poem. Yeah, it's really difficult to read, even though it's so short. And I had to write an essay about it after, and it's it just wasn't a fun time. I feel like it's also you form less of an emotional connection because there's no not really any characters. Yeah, definitely. I think it feels pretentious, which it is. It's yeah. completely pretentious. <laughs> and a lot of the rest of the books we've got here are quite emotional. And I love a good, like, emotional book. I um, agree. Okay, number 10. On the Road. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I put Animal Farm. Okay, I Which I, I really liked, that. but I felt like out of all the books. We should probably say that none of these books we dislike, I don't think. I'm speaking for myself. There's, yeah, there's no. none here that I... I'm very happy I read all of them. They're just different levels of liking them. Yeah. And yeah, I'm glad I read On the Road. It's not my favourite. That's fair. I think it was because it was... Very different. Yeah, and it was very aggressively masculine, if you know what I mean. That's fair, yeah. It felt like toxic masculinity in a book. Yeah. Yeah which I wasn't a big fan of. So that was more to do with the protagonist that I didn't really like That's and fair. the writing style that I understood but wasn't a big fan of. It's kind of like how I feel about Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. I said, oh, ooh. <laughs> it was probably inspired by Cara, No. <laughs> Very different levels of enjoyment but there. I, I don't I um, like it more than Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I put Animal Farm for the same reason. I just didn't really connect with it as much. Like... Good for them, communism and everything. But while we're live on air, I am and I I'm gonna do a really swap. enjoyed because I'm a big fan of 1984 and I felt like I just I just like that a lot better than this and I had really high hopes and I think I was just more disappointed. Okay, that's fair. Then not really liked it. I think I prefer Animal Farm to 1984. Yeah, but you really dislike 1984. I do really dislike 1984. Okay, number nine. I just did a swap and I put Animal Farm. Okay. Nine. That yeah. Was okay. Top. I support that. Yeah. Um. I very controversially put Peter Pan. Oh, interesting. Because I feel like I like the story and how I, but I like it more as just a nostalgic thing in my heart and not the actual reading of it. I think mine's slightly higher on my list than yours is, 
but it's not in my top five for a similar reason. Yeah. And I was like, I don't feel like as a book from like a decade and like, I don't feel like it enveloped the decade as much. And I think it more in showcases, it showcases more the difference between, it's, it's more about the children's literature in the 1910s, I think, more yeah. than literature in the 1910s. I agree. Okay. Eight. Do Andrew's Dream of Electric Sheep? I put Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Okay, so I respect that. long. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy was very long. Yeah. Took me a very... I loved the film and I felt That's the film was a really it. good adaptation of the book and helped me understand the book more, but I understand that the book itself... That's why I put it, because I really enjoyed it, but mostly because of the film. Mm, yeah, so that I put it at eight. Yeah. Why did you put androids? Because of the toxic masculinity <laughs> in a book. <laughs> I just wasn't a big fan. Yeah, I feel like fair. as far as sci-fi goes, there's much better sci-fi out there. And people always like, oh, Blade Runner is such a good film. It's, it's not that great. It's kind of shit. Okay, well... <laughs> well, mine is number... The, the next what number are we on? Minus seven, so. Fair okay, enough. Tinker Tailor's seven for me. Yeah, so we agree. <laughs> cool. I just really liked reading Androids because I felt like it's not something I would have read by myself. Same thing with Tinker, which is why I was like, gonna put them high, but then I was like, no. Yeah, my original list, Androids was number nine and Animal Farm was number eight. Yeah, that's And fair. I just decided to swap them around as I was thinking about it. Then, I have Anne of Green Gables. As number six? Yes. I've got Peter Pan. Yeah, I put Anne... Because I enjoyed the story so much and it was really... I don't actually don't know. Because I really enjoyed the series more, almost. Yeah, I understand And I that. don't have the youth sentiment with it I as much. I definitely have the... I just love Gilbert Blythe, but Anne of Green Gables herself? I don't know. <laughs> Anne is higher on mine because of nostalgia. Because yeah. I've been reading it for like over ten years. I think I first read it when I was about eight. So yeah. it's definitely higher for me because of nostalgia reasons but yeah. Peter Pan is here for me for the reasons that you said yeah it's just and also how it's the racism yeah. yeah we don't love the racism we, we don't we don't love the weird sexist undertones where that implies Wendy, that yeah. Ma- uh, Wendy is only gonna be a mother anyway um yes. number five I put on the road but I am a sucker for Jack Harrowak and anything to do with it so I understand why you didn't but I'm an easy person I'm easily pleased. <laughs> also, I think the difference here is that you do American, American lit, lit, yeah, and I don't, yeah. And my number five is Guernsey. Wow, which I do love it. It just I love that some of the other ones. Oh, that by we the way, we're more. talking about Guernsey Literary and Particular Pie Society here. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a long title. Yeah, I love the film. I also really like the book. Maybe it's because we read it in March, and I don't remember it's it as clearly. Ago. Maybe that's, that's why. Fair. It's not as high up, but I, yeah. Okay. Number five. I still love it. It's great. Number four. I put Anna Green Gables. I put Good Omens. Okay. I respect that. Because I felt like I compared it too much to... There was something... I said that in the episode. There was something off for the timing for me. I still loved it. Like, it's number four. Yeah. But there was... the, The pacing in itself didn't match as well to the other books that are higher up. Okay. Just, yeah. Was it the two author thing that you were sort of sensing through the... I don't know, that it was just something that didn't completely click when I was reading it. And okay. some parts felt more rushed than others. But I, I loved it. I'm a sucker for so. Neil Gaiman, so... Yeah. Um, then, number... Sorry, what was your number four? 
Anna, Anna Green Gables. Gables. Yeah, fair enough. I love it. It's great. Childhood classic. Gilbert Blythe. Gilbert Blythe and Anne and Diana's and the series. friendship. Just, yeah. It gets me. I just love it a lot. Yeah. Then number three, I have The Orient Express. I have The Martian. Oh. oh. Interesting. Okay. Because I feel like I like Orient Express a lot more. It's very high up because I felt like it's not something I would have just picked up. Mm-hmm. Like it's something I would want to read, but not something I would have just started reading, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But I feel like I have it so deeply connected in my brain with the film Mm, understandable that I hyped it up a lot more and I don't think the writing style is exactly what I was looking for I love the map the map gave it a couple more points but yeah still loved it like it's number three so yes um yeah The Martian I I really liked the book and the film I love them both a lot my top three are where it gets really really close mm. between this one and then the other two yeah um but the, the Martian just just didn't quite make it I'm not quite sure why I think it was the emotional connection to it mm. I feel like I didn't connect to it quite as much as some of the other That's ones fair. um but obviously it's number three so I loved it a lot yeah then number two this says it all <laughs> okay oh. what do you expect me to have as number one and two because there's two left. I have Guernsey left and The Martian. Yeah, I think you put The Martian number two and Guernsey number one. No. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because I feel like Guernsey was something I already... I, I'd seen both films before. Mm-hmm. But Guernsey was something that I loved the film so much more for than the book. And I feel like I really... That it, makes sense. It's not something I specifically read because of the podcast. Yeah. So I feel like as a podcast episode and as something defining its decade I felt like the Martian was better in that and space nerds just people in space and it's just youth sentiment with the Martian because I've been brought up on space like naming your child after the Pathfinder I completely understand having the Martian higher because it really does I feel like it encapsulates encapsulates the 2010s really well and and the characters in itself, I enjoyed it so much more than I expected to, and I feel like I already had high expectations for Guernsey. And I think part of what adds to that for The Martian is the fact that the book and the film were released only four years apart. They were both yeah. released within the same decade, so they both reflect a very similar, similar yeah. t- uh, period of time in America, specifically at NASA. Yeah. Um, I also just love NASA. Yeah. And anything to do with space. Yeah. And Matt Damon and the end Sebastian Stan. So that's your number one? That's my number one. Okay, so you know which ones I've got left? You've got Good Omens left. Uh-huh. And? Murder on the Orient Express. Oh. Yeah. They're my one and two. They're the ones I was really struggling with. I'm not sure, because I feel like you put Good Omens number one for sentiment and just you liking it in general, but then I kind of feel like you put Murder, Murder on the Express at one, just to shake it up a bit. <laughs> So which one are you going for? I think you put Murder on Oaks as one. You know me so well. <laughs> so yeah, I put Good Omens number two. Yeah. And Murder on the Orient Express number one. I really liked it. And it was the same with you. It's, it is something I only read for the podcast. I wouldn't necessarily have picked it up by myself. Although yeah. if, if anyone's seen the version I got that Laura and Jenny got me for Christmas last year, I would have picked it up based on that cover. It's gorgeous. It's so stunning. It's one of the most gorgeous books I own. And And we know we all do judge books by their cover. (laughs) We really do. And the cover itself encapsulates the 30s. And I feel like the content... It fits really well with its era. Yeah. And I've seen the film before. Yeah. But it hadn't become, like, one of my favourite films or anything. Like, 
you know, you've got like your proper comfort films. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have even been in my top 10, but the book just like illuminated the film That's even really more. Good. And then my all time favourite is Polar Express. <laughs> With a weird fucking CGI gets. And Tom Hanks. <laughs> Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Anyway, that was our wrap up of the year. Yeah. Um, Wild that we've made it this far. Train. Wouldn't be an episode without a train. Well, it was another train. Yeah, double. Trainception. Yeah. Also, it's quite interesting how both are... No, never mind. I was going to say how our favourite ones are the recent ones, but that's not true. No, that's not true. But yeah, all of my 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s are towards the bottom. Yeah, same. But we'll see whether we're doing that next year. Because we will be doing, as we did this year, our... Advent calendar. Advent calendar of clues and books for what we're doing next year. Uh, we have our lists ready to go. We are ordering the books as we speak. And very excited yeah, to do be... another year of fun. Yeah, they'll be appearing on the Instagram very soon. Just time to in a collective. You can also find us on now Spotify. On Spotify. And Apple Podcasts, Google Play if you're in America or Canada or the United where States. Else they have it? We where really where know. Google Play is available. Acast. We're on Acast. And you should give us a five star review. Thanks. And write something nice. Because right now it's my mum and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Shout out and to them. as all the authors said of all the decades. Goodbye. We'll see you in the past. <laughs>